0: Welcome to an excerpt from episode 42, which was released last week. Sometimes I have conversations with guests that are fun and informative and capture something, but they don't necessarily fit with the overall episode. So here's a short peek into our conversation that was kind of an aside, but I just asked a couple of questions and then it just led into some different things. So... Enjoy this brief excerpt from episode 42. This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champagne Urbana. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champagne Urbana music scene past or present. Champagne is also a band podcast, is proud to be a part of the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. my first question is uh have you ever successfully used the locrian mode locrian
1: yeah abs- abs- absolutely <laughs> really? okay yeah 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 it's so a, locrian it, it's you can awkward. use locrian well uh it it kind of is man, i mean oh dude i've been i've been studying since this quarantine oh. bro um well if you think about it it's just really the upper extensions of the uh the five chord
0: oh it's just well if you put it that it, way <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 really, but really, huh. and then also you can use Locrian over um two the two chord and and minor minor modes oh. when you're doing a, a a two five one in a in a minor key.
0: I don't know. I I just remember that that was the that that always felt like a mode that just didn't um it had a hard time going anywhere. Like so.
1: Yeah, it has a it, you know if you use it correctly, um, it has a, a really nice dominant function
0: to it. Hmm. You know.
1: Gotcha, yeah. but I mean it's half diminished. Yeah, these could no, be no, fun or it's whatever. It's a good question because I. It's definitely. It's funny. I'm reading this theory book, Arnold Schorenberg. Oh, his book on common practice theory. It's him talking about it and the history of it, everything, and he actually oh. sets aside a whole chapter to harmonizing uh, the seventh scale degree, the Locrian and, and all of that stuff. And just because the voice leading is really interesting and it's the leading frontier of dissonance in, in, hmm. our, you know, in, in our human history and everything, it can happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like just a, a really cool thing. If you um, is if you're say you're... Okay, let's just, let's just say B flat minor. You know what I mean? If you outline the um, A Locrian, A, C, oh. E flat, G... And then you can go down to um to five five of one f b flat f d flat c b flat or whatever you know what i mean uh-huh. There there is a really nice sound right there you know
0: now i'll have to try
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean awesome yeah um and so so yeah just just some ideas you know but but there it is right there there's your um there's there's some things
0: you know? nice um so my second question is so have you had a favorite place, uh or or what is your favorite place to empty your spit valve? Oh man, I'm you know, it's just kinda <laughs> anywhere.
1: <laughs> just so, secretly anywhere. I just it just depends on where I'm at, you know. Um, sometimes I'll look around. If if I'm in someone's house, I'll try to be nice oh, about okay. it. Okay. Because <laughs> it's someone's house. They're probably <laughs> walking around barefoot or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, if if I got a rug, uh you know what t- let's just I take all of that back. My my favorite place, uh my teacher in Urbana Champaign had a spittoon. Oh. And uh it was just brilliant.
0: Yeah. Yo, like, perfect. <laughs>
1: it's perfect. It is, yeah. the name is the, the name has like the thing in it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was yeah. even gonna be like me I, I was I didn't know if you'd be like uh Refer to some some famous place that you played, you know that would that oh, would kind of like oh, you know Carnegie well, Hall. That's leaving, my favorite leaving place. Leaving my did. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know uh, with brass instruments, the uh, I always thought you know in high school the um, the bleachers where the band sat. Just that that always just kind of throws <laughs> me out. Anyway, sorry. Um, that's gross. But, sorry about that, but uh no worries. It's, it's, yeah uh, do you have a favorite like chord or and then follow up question, what's your favorite inversion of that chord
1: oh wow, okay, okay, <laughs> so um, my favorite chord in general is um is i I keep mentioning major seven sharp eleven chords uh-huh. but it's my favorite chord because there's so many like different things you can do inside of that there's uh I mean you can apply the blues in there in a really amazing way. Um, there's a there's a way you can you can voice it in a a quartal voicing,
0: uh-huh. um,
1: where you you can make it so that you can add a flat nine at the very top, and it doesn't sound it's it actually sounds cool. It doesn't sound super dissonant, you know, uh-huh. these uh, uh, open voicings. So yeah, it's my favorite. Like, there's a period of time where you you can listen to. Um, I have a large ensemble album coming out. Oh, I mean, hoodie, hoodie, hoodie is planning. Major seven, sharp 11 chords. <laughs> that's, like, yeah, okay. that's what it is. <laughs> Which is, you know what I mean? And nice. they're so much fun. Um, yeah, like almost literally major seven, sharp 11 chords and minor chords uh, mixed together in, in non functional ways, like just sound great. Uh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm making my way to sus chords, but like, you know, I have some friends who they just love sus chords and they know how to use uh, dominant sus chords. Um, I'm, I'm, for some reason, I just never got the bug, but I've been listening to more, more Rora airs. Uh, mm. So inversion of that chord—that's that's the next thing. To be honest, um, just coming from a jazz perspective, um, I—and I'm not saying jazz musicians don't know how to use inversions. Mm. Um, so inversions end up like you end up turning them into slash chords. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, which yep. is like a totally different thing. You know, like somehow the uh, inversion even gets justified as like it's just its own chord. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yep so yeah like so you s- say you had c in second inversion like that would be a e minor flat 13 yes right you know what i mean yeah instead yep, yep. of uh, like or you know and some people could say c over e but there's there's you know because of like you know the just there's so much unhingedness and and jazz like you know, fun, where like functionality starts to like fall apart a little bit especially in your post-bop and like Know, all the uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Wayne Shorter and all of that stuff, then, like, you know, the root is just the root, like, and then everything else is is in relation to the root, you know. Um, but as I'm starting to, um, to study more and realize, um, the like how to use, like, sort of triadic, uh, uh, harmonization, uh, and everything, and, and trying to t- really just n- dig into functionality, mm-hmm. I, like, I've always. I've always shied away from functionality just because there's so many rules and it's more fun to just make other stuff up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So the more I, I shy into functionality, um, I don't know, man, I don't, I, I'm guessing like, uh, maybe just give me a six chord, you know what I mean? Mm. Um,
0: you know, a French, Schoenberg, Italian, like German. Oh no, my I'm goodness. Just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the stuff that I, I only remember long enough to t- take a test. Yes. I still, so yeah. But yeah, just give me First Inversion. Um, as, you know, that can be beautiful on its own. And it's still, it, I feel like First Inversion remains its I- identity, you know. You know, it, it's got, uh-huh. think about like some uh, Bach cello suites at the very end or whatever, you know. Right. Um, so- so Second you, inversion oh. is could be like seen as like a you know it's like own thing. It's almost more G than it is. I mean, it's more like five than it is the one yeah. itself.
0: Yeah, yeah gotcha. Of
1: sorts, huh?
0: So, uh, so I'll, I'll just add a couple like that I thought about. So, do you? Uh, is there is there a particular composer that like you draw insp- inspiration from, or is like your favorite composer?
1: Oh like as far as classical comp- composition it does just I'm just keeping that man, open. That's a, that's a really good question. Um Man, you know, I've always liked Bartok but I've never taken the time to like to um take apart his work, you know. Wow. Um yeah. I've I've started to, you know, um Bartok Fourth String Quartet is just it's so it's it's just what yeah. is it <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like and you know he just kind of makes his own rules and I mean obviously like it's been taken apart before and people explain it and all of that stuff and when you look at it you can see like I was using cells and all of these things and yeah. different approaches and and all of this stuff and and mm-hmm. that's fun um but I, I again like I like the unhinging of music where like you're kind of if you I think it's cool that if you stay consistent within yourself then you can if you, it, almost like you're breaking you're making your own rules right and you stay consistent within that, that sound world and the thing whole whole thing kind of speaks of uh, stinks of itself, then you can oh. get away with murder you know <laughs> um and then if you figure out how to make it in a way that is um that is palatable you know um and find out what what do people want and what like as far not not pandering to them but sort of yeah like being able to have a conversation. With with other people in in their language, you know, huh. um, then you know, or what what common, you know, what common language do you have with them, and then use that, and then sneak some of your own stuff in there. Yeah, I I really, I'm huh. I'm into that. I'm into that.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I, I was I would not have guessed uh, bell Bartok. That's um, and I think even with with primitivism there that. That use of um, sometimes even folk tunes would be snuck in with Bella's yeah, work, and like that's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying, you know. But I think that's a that's a weird thing too, because
1: um, and and maybe we don't we don't want to go too far into this. Oh, I know, right? But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, because like we st- as we talk about uh, classical music, we we have to start talking about colonialism, you know, and right. we have to start start yeah. talking about all of that stuff, and most musicians most high composers snuck folk music into their their stuff you know what i mean yeah like the like bach i mean i guess people at home can't see this because they're listening to this but man this like these chorale melodies the famous bach chorales Uh. these are all church melodies these are all church melodies that he didn't write he just harmonized them in this way that was like amazing and uncanny uncanny <laughs> uncanny um, and then he and, and then also like as well you know like those those melodies snuck into his uh, his larger works you know right. um, Debussy heard uh, heard Balinese gamelan music you know what I mean right like all of these people um, Picasso uh, in his, and his and during a certain era in France they were obsessed with African art you right. know what I mean and right. that had everything to do with the fact that France colonized the parts of Africa, and and you know, and those there was an interchange of of people coming up to France and all of that stuff. And so, you know, that's why when you yeah. when people say primitivism and all that stuff, I, I just right. I think it's a weird hoax that like there's a lot of the music that we know and love even before it had it. It's you know, the world wasn't it was small, but it wasn't that small. And then you know these these high art guys. You know, they were still going to bars. <laughs>
0: you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. Maybe not Bach. Bach wasn't going to bars. He no, I, no I thought Bach <laughs> was the one that would like sneak out during the long sermons, the Lutheran sermons, and and go to the bar and then come back for. No way. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that. I mean, who knows? That could have been something that the the teacher was just bringing up just to keep us all entertained or something like oh yeah you know Bach he used to sneak out because you know the Lutheran sermons they go on for hours be perfect time to you know sneak out and and have a couple beers or whatever Um, but yeah I'm glad that you kind of pointed that out because I feel like when it came out of my mouth primitivism which is what what it's been referred to well that's what they
1: call yeah, it right that's because it, it's got especially his tupleting and then all of those um i mean basically you know and so the bartok talk i'm talking about is like pre his like tupleting and, and sort of uh, ex- okay. uh what do you call it extended technique stuff like i think that stuff's cool but i'm I'm talking yeah. about like four string quartet like string quartet bartok you know
0: kasha gotcha. um, yeah um well but it's just it, i mean yeah you're right this is something huge thing to unpack but i i was thinking about how you know when you bring up colonialism it's like to define it and call it as if it's some kind of primitive thing because it refers back to folk melodies is you know has a certain has a certain judgment to it and um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's it's weird is I haven't referred to, I haven't said, you know, that this mo- uh, music is, is, you know, primitivistic or anything like that um, in a long time. But when it came out of my mouth, and then you were talking about it, I was like, oh, God, our words are so troublesome so, sometimes right it's so you know true. but but also and, and I'm, i hope i
1: i wasn't offensive and I'm, i wasn't trying to like no. call you out or anything oh no no i, no, I was please. just mostly like but you're right that's what they teach you in school that's what they teach you in that like that this is that and then i don't know it's, these are just some some ideas that i i mean unfortunately like our the academic institution has been sculpted by a certain um, sort of specific monoculture, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that's just the history of it. And that's okay. It's like, it's okay. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that it's, you know, not important to like, to rethink and like, you know, and we can still call it primitivism because that's what someone called it and, and it's right. described something. But at the same time, like, but, you know, so that being said, I I really like the, that idea of more, more and more and more taking common elements of music and then putting them through through some sort of uh some sort of like compositional device right um and like like bartok did and like all of these other people you know what i mean um and and yeah you know i i think that's that's really cool and you know i'm realizing the more i look listen to my music that like not all of it is accessible to everyone and 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 that's okay you know what i mean it's Far as maybe it's just like a little too, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, no. Um, huh. But uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Well, I. But at some point, I'd I'd like to get back to basics and just make some songs that people can just rock out to. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. But I, I mean, I don't. I feel like your your music is is um very accessible, and and I think of even your uh like pressure fit and um your your tape uh long um, t oh too long tea, <laughs> too long tea. sorry yeah too long tea. I, I yeah, yeah sorry about that um but you know that that even had like the uh, kind of some hip-hop rhythms and and these really great like hip-hop beats and then yeah. that that really rich like you know funk and r&b kind of sound to it and um even that in itself had elements of good uh, not good uh, of things people are more familiar with but then also you you kind of uh, tweak it a little bit to make it a little bit more oh God, if I say sophisticated that's not right but like challenging yeah to make yeah. it a little bit <laughs> yeah. more challenging like it it, yeah. it it had some you know it, it wasn't not everything was like exactly right on the beat kind of feeling and and it, but but I I love that idea of taking something that is more commonplace, but then turning it on its ear a little bit and making it. And and I, and I feel, I'm just saying that maybe this is kind of a long winded compliment, but I, I like the way that you arrange and 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 bring something that's somewhat familiar but also challenging at the same time. And I think you do that really well. And that's Thanks. that's that's been um. A pleasure to get to know your work when i first approached you i i had already um known about too long Tea, but um i hadn't seen the larger picture and i've seen you a little bit on on instagram so it's great no to, way so you, know, you knew
1: more about uh,
0: too long t like that was like the first your first like kind of intro into
1: all my stuff or yeah 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 whoa that's crazy so how was it listening to prototype after hearing that were you like, what in the world? Where it's like, or do you see? I don't know. I I, I just um, think
0: that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I guess I wasn't surprised because I felt like there was there was a certain talent that was being brought out in the pressure fit. Um, but then, I I also had kind of seen some of your. Um, Oh, what should I say? Like your 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 tutorials that you've been doing like on Zoom and like, fr- you know, doing those and, and just a very technical and it, it was one of those things where it's like, yes, it's different, but it's also like, it doesn't surprise me because I, I feel like that's all, these are all things that are within your wheelhouse of what you're able to produce. Thanks for listening to the excerpt. I hope that you take a moment to think about maybe the things that we've been taught, maybe the things that have been kind of fed to us with the modern Western educational system. And maybe just kind of look at where the roots of all the music, all the history, and think about where the stories are being told from. And maybe it's not from the people that actually know best. So take a moment, think about it, and thank you. you almost have an npr voice it's so good who was urio saw feeder on the inside